What is up, everybody? This is episode 10, the final episode of this period of the Slightly Above Par podcast. Welcome. Hello, Andy. How are you? Good, good, Ray. Good. I think I'm calling it a season on ah, Spotify. I think yeah. I've labelled them season one. So end of season one this week. This week. How are you? Yeah, going well, going well. Um, I did cop a bit of flack. I went down to Hobart um, on the weekend. Copped a bit of flack from my brother. He um, he had a crack at me and said that the only reason that we're stopping at episode 10 is so that we can enjoy our school holidays as we are both teachers. Yes, uh, I think we're going to be busier than ever with the podcast. It's a good chance for us to take advantage of that time yep. to do more for the podcast. So, Jack, I think that's a bit misguided, yeah. but also slightly true. Because <laughs> <laughs> I noticed this week you didn't say a lot of the episodes you've been saying busy week or big week Yeah, didn't happen this week. Because no, uh, I was going to say not for me. A lot of relaxation to start off with. Relaxation? 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 Yeah. yeah, who knows? That's how relaxed I am. So relaxed that just words aren't coming out right. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting yeah. episode. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> um, Andy, big shout out this week. Yep. Goes straight to our listeners. All of you. Yeah. We have reached 1,000 listens right across our first nine episodes. And that is awesome for us yep. considering that uh, we don't have a sponsor. No. We're two guys from Tassie. Just trying to get around our mates. Yeah, just having a bit of fun. It's I'm surprised when we started. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't have picked it. So it's been yeah. it's been great. Every week, uh, episode one still has people listening, and that's a sure sign that they're trying to get around. The other day, I mentioned to you that I of uh, Rowan who uh, invited me on his radio show. Yep, he was playing a game called Pizza Roulette online. Yep. And this particular game is you pay Mm $2, enter your name, and the wheel spins out of the 16 people that entered. Yep. Lands on your name. They'll deliver pizza to your door. They will. Anywhere in Australia. Yep. We had a go. Yes. Last Thursday. Yes. We got together, watched some footy. I put four bucks on it, so two two opportunities to go in it. On the one spin, which is not a bad strategy, I don't think. Yep. And... We lost. Yeah, we got close. We got excited. We were, oh, there was a lot of yelling going on because yeah. ours, it's like a big spinning wheel and ours, Wheel of Fortune yes. style. <laughs> and ours, the bonus tile was just there, yeah. but it ticked over right at the last. So we're one away. Yeah. But Friday night, was it, or did it go Saturday? I can't remember when it was, but we were talking to each other and I had a crack by myself at home and you yep. were having a crack later on yep. as well because you can only do it between five and seven yep. at night. Um, you, you were, I bought two numbers. Yes. Yep. And luckily got right next to each other. Yeah. Which I quite enjoyed. Yep. Same situation happened. If I didn't have that second number, wouldn't have won, but I won. Yeah. It was, (laughs) it's a great feeling. Yeah. The thing that surprised me though, eight minutes later. It was there. There's a knock on my door. The pizza was there. That's unreal. Because I, I sent you a message as soon as I won. Yeah. And then there was a knock on my door. I'm like, well, that can't be the pizza. That's yeah. Two, it's been five minutes and but it was here. That's strange. I didn't realise how quick it was. But there is a Domino's in Kings Meadows. So, yeah, but even when that's I That's only before, five minutes. It's normally at three least minute 15. Cook, three minute cook. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so, pizzaroulette.net.org. Just yes. Google pizza roulette. Google pizza roulette. Get onto it. 
you can have some fun, but also uh, Rowan's advice is don't spend more than $12 yeah. a night. <laughs> So, Andy, earlier I mentioned that um, I went down to Hobart on the weekend, visited family, uh, just checked out some of the sites. It's nice to get away. Obviously, a luxury here in Tasmania at the moment for us to be able to do that. Yep. Um, bit of a problem on the highway down, which, by the way, is getting a lot easier to drive. Any roadworks at the moment? Yeah, there's some roadworks, not heaps. It's been roadworks for about 10 years, yeah. if not more. <laughs> I lived in Hobart. And for the three years that I was driving up and back, roadworks, what felt like half of the road yeah. the whole time. How how long was your trip back then? How long? Yeah. How long did it take? Yeah, Launceston to Hobart. Uh, I probably would say two and a half. Yeah. I, I like to say, and I, I think two is what I say now. I say two yeah. hours. Cruise control. Two hours yeah. now, cruise control. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we also find it easier now to get by traffic. Yep. Problem being with that traffic, those drivers that drive really slow when it's single lane, but then find it necessary to speed up when they're the car leading at overtaking lanes to make it really hard for people to overtake them. They do manage to somehow find the accelerator a little bit firmer when they get to those lanes and it's infuriating. It is infuriating and it, it's a really annoying thing for me. What I find difficult is if they're going 100, yep. then they manage to get up to 110 when it's overtaking time. What do you do? Like, do you go faster than the speed limit? No. <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, it's really testing you and morally yeah, and legally. Yes. And it would be fine if they dropped, uh, didn't drop back to 100 or below yeah. after. But as soon as that lane's finished, they are back at 100. Yes. And I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or it's a subconscious thing when you get to the overtaking yeah. lane that somehow you just accelerate more. I don't know. There can't be that many. I think it's counterproductive and I think people can cause accidents if they continue to do it. Yeah. People stop it. Stop it. From People. slightly above par podcast, stop it. Ray, as we mentioned. Yes. 10th episode, last of the season, as yes. I'm calling it. Yep. A thousand listeners. Yes. So I thought it's only fitting that I get you a gift. Sweet. So just here, got you a little present. I'm just handing, handing Ray a white envelope. I'll just <laughs> let him open it. I was not expecting this. Yeah, I, I actually thought we're up to the silly, silly Olympics bit. I totally skimmed yeah. over Andy's a surprise. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. Just a little present for you. Oh, what a man! That which, is great. Which one is it? Because I have ordered two, but that's the first one that's turned up. Black. Fabric or sports? I feel like it's sports. What is it, Ray? It's a fit bitch. (laughs) 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 Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Apologies. Uh, To 
my girlfriend. Uh, Andy has a has Andy has a bought me a fit bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm not that rich. Andy has purchased me a Fitbit watch. watch. That he like uh, the band, the bands, <laughs> but Andy, they're the ones I already have. Well, it was meant to be the sports one, <laughs> um, which brings me to the point that I was actually going to make. Yes, get your own eBay account. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have an eBay account? The other day, Ray, were we together? I think we were together, and he just said, "Do you have an eBay account?" So you bought me the same one. How much do I owe you for these? I don't want, that one can be a present if I've stuffed up. The fabric <laughs> one should be on the way, though. So we, that one could be the gift. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but thank you. <laughs> Silly Olympics, Ray. Yes. Uh, we'll just do a bit of an update for the listeners heading into the break because there's a bit of work to be done for us over there. Of course. Uh, let's start with uh, Max and Gutterball. Uh, yeah, my Any dad. Any leads? Wild goose chase. I tried both the schools that we talked about near me or my school and, and the school near me. I found one and sent it to you and you said not deep enough. Not deep enough. Uh, yeah, it, it's really difficult. We're finding it tough. Uh, but I will say this now. It is our quest in the two-week break to find the gutter and challenge Max to this challenge. Otherwise, Pudge is fired. Yep, that seems to be the only logical option, <laughs> I think. Um, and when you say quest, it's going to be one of those quests where you're actually not going out of your way yep. to do it. It's just if we stumble across it, that'll be great. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> I'm not like, just wandering the streets going, yeah. is this the gutter? 45 degree angle on both sides. Wanton signs. Yeah. Just missing. This- we actually could do that. I might stick one on the post outside my house and see if anyone <laughs> finds one. Um, yeah, but also, Andy, uh, during the two-week break, you and Henry are going to challenge each other to the nug-off. 72 nuggets of your choice from KFC or McDonald's, your choice. Yep. Um, and it, there'll be a time limit, but there'll also be first man to finish some wins. Cool. Did he reply? Did he send in anything? I didn't see anything on the socials. We asked him to send a message to yeah. accept the challenge, and he hasn't. To be fair, I haven't heard from him since we went out to dinner with him. Yeah. It's disappointing. Ghosting. Ghosting. Yeah. He's scared. He's so scared. <laughs> he knows you've got him. I'm a little bit scared, too. It's a lot of nuggets. <laughs> it is. It is. It's not going to make you feel well. No. I'll start training, though. Yeah. No, I won't, Mum. I'm going to cook. We also want more challenges. Give yep. us a challenge. We will challenge you if it's within reason. Yep. But Silly Olympics, send us your Silly Olympic sport. We will challenge you. Thanks. Andy, during the uh, two-week break, we're going to embark on a chip trip. Chip trip, yep. Road chip. Road chip. Still haven't worked out which one I prefer best. No, both are cool. Both are great. So well done to us. Um, Got an email from my sister Mm -hmm. this week, Fiona. Said, hey, when you're able to make your chip trip a national event, my recommendation is from one of the rooftop bars at the Perth Casino. Wow. So they have four chip choices. So that's already a good start. Eight dipping sauce choices. 
Cool. And I think it's 32 bucks, and you get to pick your selection of those and just make 32 different combinations if you need to. Seasoning? Ah, oh, you're asking too many questions that I don't have the answers to. Maybe. There would be. Yeah, I think be. so. Uh, that is brilliant, and I'd definitely like to hit that up. Yeah, when we can, obviously, yeah, flights and money. Yeah. <laughs> Money, money's yeah. the main problem. We'd like yeah. to blame COVID, but it's, yeah. it's not really the case. Yeah, but we are embarking on the two-week adventure. Two yes. weeks. Well, it's not going for two weeks, but over the two weeks, we will go on a chip trip or multiple if we need to. We've yes. already got quite a few suggestions coming through. We do, yeah. We've got some from the northwest coast. We've got some from up up the Tamer River, yeah. but also some on the Midlands Highway for and Hobart and down in Hobart, yeah. which is great. So send them in. Um, I think we're really getting behind this partly just because we want to eat chips. It's concerning because basketball season's about to start back up for us and we're diving into some deep fried food. Nothing unusual. Stick to <laughs> in the past, it's worked for me. Um, so stick to the diet. Uh, I think that's a, a recommendation from sports scientists. Like if yeah. you've performed, I was going to say well, but I've performed on the basketball court. I've been on a basketball court and uh, the diet probably hasn't changed all that much in previous years to this year, so I'll just stick with it. <laughs> the chip trip fits into that diet perfectly fine. You don't want to change too much. No, of course not. So, yeah, bring it on. Last week, Ray, I asked you for an update on Osher. Yes. And you let me down. And probably most importantly and more hurtfully, you let the listeners down. Yeah, I did, and I really want to apologise again. Uh, keep apologising in this podcast. It's not great. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, I, I let the ball slip there, dropped one. Yep. Let it go through to the keeper. Yep. Uh, wasn't good on my part, but, Andy, I do have an update. Good. Go on. I've sent the email. Excellent. Have you got a reply? No. What's the, what was I haven't seen the email. I left I'm not it sure that they you. want to reply. Right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I have sent an email. Yes. To from Haley suggested Harry. Yep. So Harry, I've sent him an email saying, Hi Harry. I made contact through Osha's Instagram page and Haley gave me your contact details. I hope you were able to assist in getting a guest appearance from Osha on our podcast if possible. We want to really discuss his disapproval of podcasts created during the pandemic, which is the period in which our podcast was created. If you could let us know soon, that would be great. Kind regards, Ray, slightly above par, a podcast for mates. Kind regards, do you reckon that was kind? <laughs> it's pretty aggressive. Yep. <laughs> and for an all or nothing approach there, yeah, yeah. which is interesting. Um, I can see why they haven't replied and right. also... My understanding is you may have sent that yesterday. How do you know? Because I asked you yesterday. Yeah. And you said, I'll get to it. <laughs> and I said, you've got a day to do it. Yeah, yeah. So we've really had 24 hours and, uh, yeah, no response. So I think if we haven't heard when we start up again, the Osha campaign will be dead. In Unless... two weeks. It might not be. We could start a... Even more aggressive campaign. We could. That might be the way to go. We could. Leave it with us. We will endeavour to keep making it happen. Let's not forget that he still liked our post. He did. So Even though something... Haley said that he doesn't run his own social media account. No, he said doesn't check his own DMs. Ah, that's right. Sorry. So maybe he does like his own posts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Either way, we'll get him. Yeah, possibly. Right. And <laughs> we did get a big shout out from Pudge for the whole introduction of a segment where you were like, Ray, and I was like, Andy! He said, came in hot, came in real hot. <laughs> and I was definitely peaking. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, yeah. And he was sorted again. He sorts it every week. Shout out to Chris. Anyway, Ray. Andy. Yes. We got a message through social media. Yes. Uh, from Jonty, who says, G'day, guys. Loving the podcast. Thanks, Jonty. Just wanted to reach out with a bit of a content request in regards to episode one, where you briefly touched on Ray's sometimes aggressive competitive nature. Just out of curiosity, I'd love to hear Ray's top five biggest rival rivalries and why. Could be individuals or teams. Keep up the good work, fellas. On off the top of your head, can you think of anything? Any rivalries? Oh, <laughs> well, aggressive. What, have you seen me play sport, Andy? Yes. Would you say I'm aggressive? Yes. Oh. <laughs> we played together for the first time in a long time. Just are you before just, COVID. Are you just going to get into a story now? Eh? No, no. I was All just right. going to just going to say. Oh, you asked me a question, and then I had a one-word answer. <laughs> I was just going to say you were very aggressive towards yourself in yes. the game. Lots of I'd. I saw Pudge the other day and said I'd never heard someone yell their own name so much during a basketball game. <laughs> Just a lot of, Ray, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. we've got <laughs> we've got distracted. Go on with yours. Uh, yeah, look, I'll, it's, hard, it's hard to pinpoint a top five. Obviously, uh, the, lots of people would have a lot of stories about me, especially as a junior basketballer and a junior cricketer. Um, yeah, I, I like to win. I didn't like didn't like to lose, and I took it very serious. Often, um, taking my uh, disappointment and frustration out on the opposition or the referees. Would you say white line fever? Oh, mad white line fever. But I'd also like to think that as I've gotten older, I've gotten better, and I'm able to hold my emotions together a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got I got ejected from my first game of basketball in when I was in grade eight, so it would have been thirteen or fourteen. Yep, and that was probably my first biggest rivalry. I reckon, like back then, I was playing against some Pats. It was Queechy versus some Pats. It was a handy little rivalry during that period. Was um, the rivalry with some Pats or the umpire on the day? Well. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure you would have a rivalry with a few LSBL umpires. Yeah. <laughs> well, that ref, he just had enough of me and told me to get out. So I obviously went out crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took it well. Yeah. Um, but growing up, my biggest rivalry was probably who's now a really good friend of mine. My biggest rival would have been Jason through right through ju- juniors. We. Yeah would often um, come to blows and um, be quite competitive and I would often probably 95% of the time come off second best. <laughs> he was a lot, lot bigger and better than me at that, at that yep. stage. Um, I would also say, uh, and I know who Jonty is, uh, he's sort of pinpointing at something there. Um, Jonty and a couple of his mates, Dylan and Alex, they, uh, they like to 
to sort of antagonise and really brought the best best out of my competitive nature. Know what buttons to push, would they, you say? Oh, definitely, without a doubt. And it didn't help that they were really good at playing basketball as well. Yep. Later on, uh, I was able to play with Jonty. Jonty came across to the dark side, to Rebels, and had a year with us, so that was all right. Jonty and I get along really well. He's a good good dude. He's listening to the podcast all the way from the US. International, which is always good. Yep. Um, I would also say, yeah, so I was also able to play with, or I coached alongside Dylan in uh, the State League, which we won a title in in 2019, which was awesome. So um, I think the common theme there, Andy, is that, yes, I might have a rivalry with these people, but there's a silver lining at the end of it and we're able to still be mates. Still be mates. Um, yeah, I think I think it's not so much who my biggest rivals were, but um, it's more uh, about, you know, the people having stories about my competitive nature. Yeah. I, was, I, I had a thought as you were talking, do you think people would view you? Would you be in a lot of people's top five? So if they were, right. going, if they were going, here's my top five, do you reckon you would feature in quite a few as... I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I would because uh, I think they, they just saw more enjoyment out of playing me as in they enjoyed either beating me or just winding me up. Yeah. But uh, when when I did win, and I I would like to say I'm a winner. More often than not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I would say that they enjoyed getting a reaction yeah. more than anything. And I think I, had to, I, I learned that the hard way as I was growing up through juniors. But yeah. Um, Cricket-wise, massive rivalry with uh, Riverside. Not um, sugarcoating anything there. They they were just a team that I really liked to beat. Yep. Um, and um, Alec Croswell, he... Does he listen? He's he's asked to come on. He wants to oh, chat. Okay, yeah. But... I don't know whether we can get him on. He definitely wouldn't be PG. Yeah, okay. that might be an up late <laughs> um, episode. He, we did have a chat the other day, and he did. We talked about playing cricket against each other, but he got to a point where he was so frustrated with my batting because I wouldn't get out, um, and I was a bit of a blocker. I wasn't much of a slogger. Um, he, he said something to me, and I just gave a witty response back, and he just said, "Shut up, Ray. You've got." Something, yeah, eyebrows. So he's yeah. referencing yeah. my bushy eyebrows, <laughs> and that's all he could come Get, up with. Getting personal, yeah, he was, which is good, yeah. So, yeah, no top five, but definitely some stories to tell. And uh, I don't think the podcast is really that spot to sort of tell it. I might have one that I could tell because oh. I thought I've just been thinking about what mine could be, and it made me think of a story going back to I'm gonna say grade three with our mate. T. Will. <laughs> and I, I'm sure I'm not making this up, but I remember thinking, I think about it nearly every year. Once yeah. a year, I reckon I think of this moment. And it was PE, grade three, and we'd drawn sort of like a down ball court in PE. Yeah. But it was just like one line, two squares. And you had like the small yellow totem tennis type rackets yeah. and a tennis ball. And it was just tennis, but no net just across the line. Yeah. And the teacher ended up organising a tournament so brackets work your way in yeah we got to the final and it was never played (laughs) 
I'm sure we never played it. And I just used to, I used to refer to Tyler. I don't even know if it was to him or just we might have done it to each other just as Nemesis. Like, <laughs> he was my nemesis. So T Will, if you want to meet up at Norwood one day, we might finish that off. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 10 of the Slightly Above Par podcast. We are embarking on a two-week break, Andy. Yes, a two-week hiatus. Hiatus. I like that word. Yes. Uh, lots of things that we'll still be doing in that two-week break, but we want to thank you, the listeners, for listening in. Uh, we do ask a few favours of you, though, in the meantime. We want you to share as much content that we, we've already created on our social media accounts and uh, get people on board the slightly above par train. Yeah. If you enjoy it, share it with other people who you think might like it and just try and make it bigger, make it better. We know it's really tough, especially for everyone in Victoria at the moment. We've got a lot of mates that uh, we want to shout out to and say, look, we're thinking of you. We miss you heaps, Ben, and uh, we we want to see you soon. Uh, but make sure you stay safe and look after yourselves. Please send in any content for us that you want to contribute to. And most importantly, if you know of anyone, we're off the beer train, yeah. we, we still drink them, <laughs> but if you know someone that would like to sponsor the Slightly Above Par podcast, please get them in touch. Anything to add at the end, Andy? I don't think so. You just went and took it all, so that's good. That's great. Uh, yeah, thanks again for listening, and we will see you soon.